Welcome, you're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. The easy way to remember every week is to hit that subscribe. I couldn't say that. Subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. A few extra minutes will absolutely help get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online, get updates, and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Today, we are in episode 153. This 153. Is the 153. This is the uh, second in the series, Crafting a Vision. You've titled this, Don't Kill Vision Before You Start. Don't Kill Your Vision. Don't Kill Your, your. Vision. Otherwise, grammar. <laughs> don't man, don't kill. It's like, like that's like a. Don't be, kill your vision before if, if it was you don't start, kill vision before you start. What if it was to say that'd be like that'd be like the Marvel character Vision. <laughs> like oh. don't kill vision. I like that guy. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> we lost right. much of our audience on that go. right there. Don't kill your vision before yeah. you start. Good. All right. So we're in this series, Crafting a Vision, because if you're with us on episode 152, yeah. uh, you said like vision matters. Vision helps you see, do, and become more. Vision grants agency. Vision, the output of vision is unity, not the prerequisite. And there's so many more reasons why vision is so important for your personal life, for your team, for your organization, business, church, whatever that is, vision matters. And so here, I just want to give a little bit like I, I want to help you from having a false start i want to i want to help you if you go Ooh. that's good yep I, I need a vision i need a vision my team needs a vision i want to say like hey be cautious of these two dynamics okay because if you if you mess up these it really doesn't matter what you do after it you're already going to be fighting a significant uphill battle that isn't going to go that well for you and so if i would say it like this real simply you can kill your vision before you start by doing one of two things. It's really simple, doing too much work on your own and doing too little work on your own. <laughs> That's how you kill the vision before you ever get started, is you have too much of the vision before anyone else is ever a part of it, or you do too little on your own, and we'll get into why that is so important. And I wanna acknowledge that like, this is a tension. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I, I know yes. that sounds obvious, but like some of you like, I would say like uh, for art, there's a freedom of expression, but there's also principles at play. Yeah. Okay. And so it, it's a similar thing here. Like, hey, there, there's a freedom in how you go about leadership in terms of what it looks like for your specific team, how much you can push on one end or the other of doing too much versus doing too little work. But there are still some principles at play. So if I can say, I can't come into your team and just be like, well, this is exactly how much work you should do. And this is exactly how little, but I do want to make you aware of the dynamics on the front end. So you're not nearly at risk of getting outside those boundaries of what's truly helpful for your team. That's good. Uh, yeah. The tension piece. Woo. Woo. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a, a tension. I say it's the tension. The t no, agreed. Yeah. So let me talk through first bit and V feel free to yeah. interrupt me on any of these. So I want to talk on the doing too much side. Okay. 
And this typically is what most people think in terms of crafting a vision for your organization. And it's the idea that the role of the leader, the singular one person at the top of the org chart leader, their job is to go up on the mountain, to go away to a cabin in the woods, to isolate themselves as much as they can, to spend some time deep in thought or in prayer, walking the woods, whatever it is, and to return at some point in time later with a more fully grown beard. <laughs> so, uh, was, I didn't mean that as... Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to give the female equivalent of that, but I have right. no idea what that actually yeah. is. <laughs> All right. You, you get what I'm saying. Like, and to return and to grace upon the team, here is the vision. I've thought about it. Here's what we need to do. And the reality is, is that doesn't work. And if I give one caveat, the only time that works is when you're in a crisis. If you are in an absolute crisis, you do not have the time to build ownership of the group and you do not need to spend the time building ownership of the group because people are already bought into making it work because they're aware that it's a crisis. Yeah, that's if good. they don't know they're in a crisis, then it doesn't work that yeah, way, yeah. even if you do. So to say like, times of war, we grant the president special wartime powers because we're under, we understand that we're in a time of urgency in which quick action is needed. So I, I want you to know that idea of coming back with a fully fleshed vision and be like, this is exactly what we need to go. I didn't need to talk to anyone. I didn't need to discuss it with anyone. It only ever works in a crisis if everyone knows that you're in a crisis. But if you're not, Doing too much means no one else owns the vision. And this may be your error. You may have gone through this process and like stood in front of your church or led a meeting with your group and said, I've thought about it and this is exactly what we need to do. And the people who agreed with Go. you may have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> the people who already agreed with you and like the direction you're headed, they probably met it with some enthusiasm. Sure. Kind of like a, take that, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> All of you who disagree with us. But sure. my guess is for the most part, you got some dull expressions around the yep. room. And it's just like, a, okay. Yeah. What's that even mean? <laughs> yep. So that's doing too much. Yep. Second air, second tension is doing too little. Just not not having anything prepared on them. And what will happen if you do too little in preparation for the crafting the vision process is you're gonna get lost in the process. Like pulling people with different backgrounds and values and context and thinking together to craft a statement on what the future needs to be. The reality is if it, it, that's difficult. Like that's complex, that's hard work. And if you're not clear on how you're going about the vision, you're gonna get lost somewhere in the process and you're gonna find yourself in a spot. And I've been here before where you've got a bunch of stuff written on a marker board or something like that. And you just all look at it and you look at each mm -hmm. other. And it's kind of, well, what do we do now? Yep. And typically what will happen is the loudest person in the room will give a clear direction. And the person who's clearest, not the person who's wisest, is usually perceived as the leader. And so now we're being led by the loudest person instead of by the wisest person or the wisdom of the group as a whole. You've been in this room, right? Can we acknowledge that where you go? I don't know where to go. Well, they're loud. 
and they're decisive. So that's where we're headed. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, the poor standards we have for leadership. <laughs> they were clear. I mean, they're wrong, but they were clear. Yeah. <laughs> so let's follow them. And so the reality is, is you're going to waste everyone's time. And the most opinionated person will always carry the room. Doing too little wastes time and risks the vision. And it would just kind of describe this on the tension points. You've been to the meeting where the person was just informing you of what they decided. And you felt no ownership over what they have already decided. And you've been to the meeting where the leader wasn't prepared in the process. And you thought, does anyone have an idea of what we should actually be doing? Is <laughs> you go, I don't know. And I've been in that room. Can I be clear? Oh, yeah. And I've led that room poorly. Yeah. Can I acknowledge like, like sometimes we'll do content meetings on series and sometimes I've, I'm, I'm like, yeah, this. Other times I'm coming in and it's all people that I trust, okay? So I don't have to win the room. I don't have to be that clear in those moments. But, but I always feel like a failure when someone in the room is like, what exactly are we supposed to be discussing? <laughs> 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 yeah. What are we supposed to be thinking about? Yep. And man, that's, that's not what you want for something as important as vision. Good. V, you got anything on those? Yeah. Uh, so you started with this thing and it just really hit me, this, this, this metaphor that you used called the false start. Yeah. Which I thought was really uh, an indication of this episode, which you're talking about don't kill your vision before you start or don't kill the vision before <laughs> you start. Um, is that a false start for those, I mean, football. Oh, we're right? going another football metaphor. Yeah, yeah. It I just, mean, it was it me. Was, I kind of teed it up. Yeah. Teed it up. It's the, golf hey, metaphor. I, I'm doing something before it's time to do it. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. In, in offensive lineman moves, a wide receiver, running back, even the quarterback occasionally makes the wrong decision, says yeah. the wrong thing, and someone moves before the whole team moves, and that's a penalty called a false start. In this particular scenario. That's a great way of fleshing that out. Said seriously. For this, for this particular scenario, um, you, you're, you're really leaning hard on the, the too much work on your own yes. with that. So let's just stay there with that. Like what are, cause I know you're not, <laughs> I know you're not, you're not going to tell us what is too much work on your own. You're not going to say, don't do that. But I can ask you this. Yeah. What are going to be the effects of doing this, of doing What's too much going on your to own happen if you start to do too much work on your own, because I think someone's asking this question now. It says, man, I catch myself doing too much work on my own without bringing people alongside yeah. of me. And I see these things not going oh, the way I want. This is great. And I know you have an answer for what's actually yeah. happening for that person. Could I share? Uh, so this was real time feedback from our team. Yep. Okay. And oh, let me pause. Yeah. Because one of the things that you said so well is like a false start in football is when one person moves before the whole team moves. Right. <laughs> The whole team has to move together. Right. Like, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's what you're after. Right. And so uh, when I was asking, sending out stuff to our board, which I'll talk about why I used our board specifically in the vision crafting process um, in two episodes from now. Uh, but one of the feedback from one of our team members, I just asked, like, hey, what would make this process a failure? And I said, well, if we got in the room and it became someone emailed, if we got in the room and it became obvious, you already knew exactly what you wanted to do. And we were just there as a rubber stamp. Oh, wow. And it, it is the, the yeah. devaluing effect it causes on team members. If you do too much is significant. Yeah. And now not only are you already moving, but no one else wants to move with you. Yeah. Could we, I don't know how to make this. Like you may feel like staying in place is just unnecessary because you go, I already know which way I want to go. <laughs> yeah. But 
the team helps you go further faster. Yes. And so if you move before everyone else does, they're less likely to move. Yeah. What are some signs? Uh, that is one of them. Um, people being devalued, feeling devalued. Uh, what are some other signs of someone doing too much work on their own that they should catch up on and say, oh, these are warning signs? I mean, you, the one that I always share with you. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. yeah. Fire away, oh, man. Most speaking of fire away, <laughs> I know we've shared this before. Yeah. My most repeated statement to VJ is if the general gets out too far in front of the army, the army mistakes him for the enemy and yep. starts shooting at him. Yep. Yep, for sure. Is they, they realize not only do they not matter, but they feel like that the leader is now an obstacle yeah. to who they are and what they're meant to be because you're not on the same page. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, let's just flip. So most people, uh, and I don't want to just categorize people, but most people will identify with that. I do too much work on my own. Yeah. Not a lot of people are going to go on. I'm doing too little work on my own. Yeah. Like no one's, you know, what? I mean, there could be somebody. That, could we acknowledge yeah. though? Uh, so this is what I want to say, and we'll get into this in one second on the healthy dynamic piece. Like, it's not that people do too little work on their own. It's they do too little of the work that they should be doing on their ah, own. Ah, there's the clarification. So Very it's good. not like a, no one goes, oh, I'm just lazy. I'm not doing anything. No, you work hard. You're just, for your role as a leader, you're working on the wrong thing. There we go. That's a lot more clear because I know no one's going to sit in a room. Uh, I'm watching That's good. three That's helpful. very hardworking individuals right here before us that are helping us with this podcast. And none of us are going to identify, yeah, we do too little work on our own. Yeah. Like, no, we always work on. But what, the, what we might need to realize is we're not doing the right work. The role of the leader is the activation of the team. That's good. Like, that's why the leader is there. And yeah. so you go like, the leader isn't there to live into their gifting the leader is there to access the gifting of others and make sure those are being fully utilized for the same purpose. Yeah. Is there, uh, I'll ask you the same question I was asked as the other point was, is there, uh, what are some of the signs that are going to occur when you start doing too little of the, of the, of the right work, wrong yeah. work? What's, what's, what's going to happen? Constant questions of what now, how do we get there? Yeah. What's this? Yeah. And so I really believe on this, that for the leader, the right work is the process. Yeah. So let's, so let's jump into that. Yep. So healthy dynamic. Okay. So we've talked about both sides of the tension. You do too much on your own. You do too little on your own. So this is what the work that you should be doing in advance and as you go. So it's two specific things. Uh, the first one, and this is what I believe your work on the vision as a leader, not the process, your specific work on the vision. You should be clear on what the vision is not, <laughs> not what it is. <laughs> you should be clear on what the vision is not. That's good. That you have, I really believe as the leader, you have the freedom to eliminate categories before the team convenes. Yeah. To be able to go, we are not pursuing this because I don't care. Yep. Like there is nothing about this that is going to motivate or energize me. And I feel like as a leader, you have a special privilege to be able to go. This is not what we're going to be about. Um, if I could say it as like, man, I am not going to be a church for church people. Yeah. No interest whatsoever. Yeah. Even if I got in. So if we say it like this, if I, and I know this is going to sound like drastic and cataclysmic and I don't mean it that way. Okay. Right. So I don't mean to be dramatic, but like if we would have gone away on our vision planning process and every member of our team said, we want to be a church for churched people. 
just other, the best church in town where all the existing Christians want to be a part of. I would say, well, we either need to switch the vision or you need to find a new pastor. And yeah. I don't mean that dramatic. I mean that as no, no interest in it whatsoever. Right. And I think that's an important work that the leader needs to go through. And I mean this seriously as like pen to paper. What do you not care about? What do you that's not want to be a part of? And by eliminating those categories on the front end and, and being honest about it, and we'll get to that process in two episodes, exactly what that looks like, episode 155. But um, in, in one case in ours, I started a session with, uh, let me tell you where we're not going to go. <laughs> yeah. And I shared them. We're not going to do these things. Or you need a new leader. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, the work that you should be doing. What the vision is not. The second piece is you should be clear on your process. How will you arrive at the vision? What are the, what are the exercises you're going to go through? What are the questions you're going to answer? Who's involved? Who's involved when? Who all's input are you getting? Whose responsibility is it to actually answer the question? What is the vision? Like you need to be locked in on what that process looks like. And I'm going to show you in two episodes how our process went over a span of six months. Wow. And how over six months, this is what was taught. This is what was aligned. This is where input was given. This is where we had discussions. And each step was a narrow. And I know some people you just turned off right now and you're just like, oh, <laughs> six months. I got a meeting Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I want that now. And the reality is if you want to take everyone with you, it takes time. Yeah. Like that's just the reality. It takes time to be able to get everyone moving the same direction with you. And that job of defining the process is a difficult job. And if you don't define it, you're going to realize you're going to set a day to plan the vision or something like that. And you're going to realize you have no chance of actually getting to the vision because you're on wildly different pages. Yeah. The, uh, you said, you know, for the leader who's listening, that says, um, yeah, I got a meeting Saturday, <laughs> uh, because I think that hits home for a lot of people that might be tuning in, you know, casually or someone that's getting yeah. a word today. I think that's so important. And the irony here is, is that what <laughs> you're saying, don't kill your vision by writing down what you want to kill off that won't lead to the vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really, no, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Like. So you may not be able to craft the vision on Saturday, but you can certainly start writing down what would kill the vision yeah. and what you don't want to be a part of on Saturday. Yeah. And so we can start this process. I think that's what we have to make sure that we remember is you may have already started to kill mm -hmm. your vision, but you can always ring that back in and start with some of these simple practices. Yeah. And here's the, the, the fun discussion that we have is like we're, we're talking through timing. Yeah. Hey, when are we sharing with our team? Because we haven't. Yeah. Uh, when are we sharing with the church as a whole? When are we going through other those other pieces? Yep. Once we're able to do that, we're able to go so much faster. Yeah. And and it doesn't feel fast to anyone. That's the thing is people are like, oh, things are changing so fast. They only feel like they're That's changing fast point, when you don't know why they're changing. That's powerful. But when you know, you can go so much faster. And so some people may look at that and you may go, oh my gosh, six months. I don't have that kind of time. I say, you're going to waste it on the back end. Yeah. Like you could either prep it on the front end in the process, or you're going to waste it on that's, the back end. That's great. Let's wrap this up. 153. Don't kill your vision before you start. I, I, 
This is weird. I, I kind of like the last thing I said. I just want to end with that. Let's go. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it'd mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and your business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online. Send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember... Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.